welcome to another episode of Kick Like a Girl, the unofficial podcast of AFL Women's. I'm Maddie Steinkoller, and with me, as always, is my lifelong friend and football companion, Dylan Mordek. G'day, it Maddie. It's good to be here. Happy to be good. here, ready to talk some football. Good. And how was your weekend? How, how did you experience the football this weekend? What uh, happened? The five, Anything else? Five o'clock start of the Friday night game, and I watched it in two parts because I had dinner get in the way of that. Okay. Um, and then the other three games, the Carlton game I watched live, and then the cricket started, so I taped the other two games and got to them on the Sunday. Mm-hmm. I had a feeling the cricket may have interfered yeah. with your love of AFL women's for this weekend, which is, I think, fair. And I was quite sick all weekend, actually. Yes. So it wasn't amazing. So it meant that I literally stayed in one spot the whole weekend and watched either Women's AFL, JLT, I didn't really watch the cricket, it's not really my thing, or random TV shows. But I was... What random TV shows? Um, it's a good question. I watched this show called Love Never by Jad, Jad Apatow. I told you it was random. Okay. Uh, anyway. Uh, but I was also kind of going in and out of fever, so things were a bit, like, delirious for me at well, points. Collingwood won again, Maddie, yeah, so you yeah, should be very happy. Your team won I again. I know. Okay, so enough of, of that. But um, uh, overall, this weekend, I thought was incredible for AFL Women's. In fact, probably one of the one of the best weekends we've had so far. Uh, three out, I'd say three out of the four, because one of them, the GWS Melbourne, had ridiculous weather conditions. But three out of the four games were of a very, very high standard. All four went down to a goal, were less than a goal. Yeah, exactly. Just because the weather um, meant the GWS game was quite uh, congested. We had a five-point game, a six-point game, a one-point game, and a three-point game. Yeah, well, they were all really entertaining, and um, uh, a lot of them broke open really nicely, and there were some really, really good passages of play. There were some awesome goals I wanted to bring up later as in goal of the year, I mean goal of the season, can't even pick goal of the round. So I'll pose them to you later, do it. And I'm I like, to, I like to put you on the spot. That's all right. Um, so I can't think of any standout goals. Well, you just okay, wait. So, all right, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm waiting. I wait with bated breath. Okay. So uh, let's begin with we're sw- we're swapping the order. We're going to talk about the thing that everyone wants to talk about, obviously. Well, which the was, game was the uh, last Brisbane, game of the yes. round, the Brisbane-Adelaide Brisbane game, Adelaide but we're game. not going to make you listen to the three other games when that's no. the game you came here to listen to. That's, that's, that's true. And so that ended in uh, Brisbane 5-3-33 to Adelaide's 4-6-30. Just unlucky there. It was the blockbuster. It was on at 7-10. Perfect time. I had an issue with a lot of the timings this week, so which you'll hear me complain about as we progress. Well, modern but day, this you time, just record it and watch it later. Yeah, yeah, I know. I mean, for like attendance and that. because But this game got a huge crowd at the Adelaide Oval. Um, it was like 10,000, I think. I'm um, big on sporting aesthetics. Like, <laughs> if I'm going to watch you. my sport on TV, I want it to look good. And that Norwood Oval stand... At one of the ends, which was full, like it was the biggest crowd they've had at Norwood Oval in some time, I think I read somewhere. Um, the, that full <laughs> that was source. beautiful in the background. To watch a football yeah. game with that, that I loved it. it well, great. have you ever been to the Adelaide Oval? Yes. Because I have not. I went with your boyfriend to the cricket to watch the cricket. Right. So, Nathan, oh, my brother 
pretty much. My brother says, put anything at the Adelaide Oval and it'll be enjoyable. This was at Norwood Oval. Ah, this was not so I'm the talking Adelaide about Oval. the wrong Oval. Yes, this, this was played at Norwood <laughs> with a beautiful stand in the background. Have you ever been to that Oval? I've never been to that Oval. Well, smashing it down in Adelaide. Yep. Anyway, so let's talk about the game. Um, it was uh, a, re- a really good contest. Both teams worked incredibly hard. Both teams... To be honest, I'm surprised in the result. I always thought Adelaide were going to win. Three-quarter time, Beck Goddard came out very confident uh, that if they kept kind of doing what they're doing, they would win. And they missed quite a lot of opportunities. Uh, to be fair, Brisbane's defence in the last quarter I thought was superb. And they ended up uh, winning the game. And they had more. Adelaide, I'm pretty sure, had more inside 50s still. But all in all, it was quite, quite even contest, and I think if that's going to be the grand final, that's going to be really exciting. When what do you reckon? When we're a couple of years down the track, and this first season has melded into all into each other, and it's hard to remember game from game that we do right now because it's so fresh. Um, other than the first game, the Carlton Collingwood opening game, this is a game that I think you could remember: two yeah. undefeated teams, high quality contest at a good looking oval. Um, and it's a big game, and I don't, like, a lot of these girls who came from other sports maybe have played, like, I'm sure Erin Phillips has played in a game that had high stakes to it, Mm. where there was a lot on the line, but I think a lot of the girls didn't, and I thought Brisbane came out and accepted the situation a lot better. They settled, they got off to a fast-ish start, they kicked the first two goals. Mm. Um, Emily Bates was crucial at the start in kicking one of the goals, I think she set up the other or at least yeah. nearly set up another. Um, and I thought Brisbane settled more. And then Adelaide calmed down because it looked for a moment there like maybe they were just going to not be up for the fight, but they well and truly were. Um, and then it turned into a good scrap and a good contest. And when the game was there to be won, Brisbane hit the front and then Stay, condensed yeah. the game. Yeah. They didn't allow Adelaide to get a run on and get loose because Adelaide used the ball really well and can string together good passages of play. And mm. Adelaide, uh, Brisbane constricted the space and didn't allow. And the Brisbane Lions are five weeks in undefeated. That's it. So, pretty exciting for them. Do you reckon they'll stay that way throughout the rest? Do you reckon they could go clean? They've uh, they've got uh, the Bulldogs next week. And then Carlton. So then it'd be Carlton. Um, they'll start favourite in both of those games due to what they've put on the board already. Um, that Carlton mm. game could still be for a spot for close to a spot in the grand final if they drop the Bulldogs game. There's a lot of situ- scenarios. Um, mm-hmm. I I think they obviously would be favourite to go 7-0, and which will mean they'll host the grand final. Um, but I think the Bulldogs and Carlton will both have something to say with it. I think they said in the commentary um, Katie Brennan will be back next uh, week. So yeah. that will definitely help the Bulldogs cause. Uh, fair enough. Now back to Brisbane Adelaide. There were some good and interesting matchups. There was uh, Harris played on Chase Chelsea Randall. Not Chelsea Randall played on Harris. I thought Chelsea Randall was amazing. Did they play on each other, um, or was Randall just patrolling the back line? Because I know she was well, thrown behind for the a ball. time. Well, they kind of they threw Harris up the middle of the ground um, to get away from Randall. I thought for quite a bit. I, was but a, I thought it was a really she good tactic. Definitely from, um, Goddard to stick Randall behind the ball, mm-hmm. and because Adelaide don't have that player that rappelling off half-back play that Bree Davies mm. done, that um, and, Collingwood have Hutchins and Stevens, Hutch- and Stevens that can do yeah. it. And she tried to make Randall do it, and I thought Randall was excellent in doing it. Uh, yeah, she really was. And also Harris 
Harris did have an, an impact, but I think what was so impressive about Brisbane's game was they really, everyone contributed. Um, Harris didn't kick a goal. SFT didn't kick a goal. Um, although Harris's kick did deliver really well. Uh, Emily you know, Bates was their best player. And her, she was yeah. their first pick in the draft, the second overall, and she really came to play and played her best game of the season and the True. biggest game of the season. That's what you need from your best players. Uh, yeah. Frederick Troll got a lot of the ball. She was their second leading disposal. Got it. That's Impromptu true. pop quiz for you, Maddie. <laughs> now, I expect you to get this. Oh, Adelaide Crows. Never put me on the spot. They're three <laughs> leading disposal getters in this game. Go. Any order. Adelaide. Adelaide's. Yep. yep. Uh, Phillips. One. Mariner. Two. And Randall. Bang. Their best <laughs> players played well. Yeah, and they still didn't get the four points. They were pretty close. It was a good um, contest. And I wanted to talk about... Uh, I wanted to talk about their other best player, <laughs> Perko. Uh, she played really well, but Casler played on her. I thought that was a really interesting matchup uh, because if we Perko were... kind of managed at times, but then at other times I thought that Casler managed to pick up the ball like when it was on off, off the ground when Perko didn't uh, first get it in her hands, and Casler was also really good uh, at getting the ball out of defence uh, as she is as she's been the whole the whole season. So I thought that was. Uh, a good and interesting matchup for our for our game, our competition. If we were keeping a running tally of an all Australian squad, that could mm-hmm. well be our all Australian full forward against our all Australian full back. Ah, um, interesting. I don't know. I feel like there are other. What is it? Well, there's. We'll talk about all Australians later on we'll in talk our about later it down pro- the track. I just think because I've been thinking about it, but maybe you think Kasler for. Well, the two well, I Carlton I, girls. I just, um, you've got watching Hutchins, watching Hutchins though, and Stevens. Uh, in the Collingwood game, especially Hutchins. Well, I was going to say this when we talk about them, but you know what? We're, we're going all fluid now. We've left the segmented orange strategy that I was working with earlier. Um, Hutchins is just her kickouts are so such an advantage. Like she's the only Hutchins. How do we get onto Hutchins? I see. This is what happens when you don't listen to me. I'm talking about you said. I'm oh, talking about all Australian backlines, right? I apologise, Adel. Um, yeah. India just sent Jadeja in at five, and it confused the <laughs> shit out of me. I just saw it. So, back to football. I apologise. Anyway. We're talking about Hutchins. Well, we were talking about all Australian backlines, and yep. I was just saying, I think, uh, watching the Collingwood game, Hutchins, there's no way Collingwood would have been able to hang on yeah, at I the know. end without her being able to clear 50 every time. Like, I'm no one saying, else can I'm do that. I'm not saying she won't be in that. She'd be in that back six, okay. but there's six spots in there, I and guess. I think Kazla's okay. the full back. Oh, right. Uh, okay. Well, you know what? We'll talk about we'll that talk later. Because what I want to talk about more, staying pre- relatively on topic, Brisbane, Adelaide, this is my first, Dylan, because remember I'm going to be telling you there's there's three you have to choose from in goal of the round. Yes. My first goal of the round comes from this game, which was McCarthy's goal. Just very nice. She's so quick. Uh, managed to – it was similar to what she did the when I called it the other week – but um, she, uh, she managed to pick one bounce this time, didn't she? Yeah, but still accelerated ridiculously quickly and kicked a very nice goal. And I thought it was, was very nice. I tweeted about it. She liked my tweet. So you know how I get excited when footballers like my tweets. So I just feel like it's worth mentioning. But that's number one, to keep that in mind. Have you constructed a segment <laughs> around the fact that you wanted to bring up that she liked your tweet? No, I haven't. There are other goals coming. Don't even stress, Dylan. There are other goals coming. Okay, all right. Are we? Is there anything else you want to mention about this game? No. No, I'm good. I'm good. I feel like we both loved it. It was, it was good it Saturday was a night high stuff. Quality, good it really game. was. Um, we might as well talk about the ramifications. 
So Brisbane have now got mm. more than one foot in the grand final at 5-0. and They'd have to drop both of their last two games to miss out or have a chance of missing out. If mm-hmm. they can even win one of them, they'll be there. Yeah. Um, and they're probably host, so... Um, Pretend, yeah. The Gabba might become a thing. Uh, is Adele up there? I, I think that's what I heard when they were, I what? read an article about grand final possible landing spots, and there was some. There's a concert, really, a couple of days before at the Gabba. Imagine so if Adele could play at halftime. But she just, I think she just played up there. I think her first concert was up in uh, Brisbane, so I don't know if she'd go back. I don't know what it is. Maybe there's someone else there, and I don't think Adele's okay. going to play at halftime. <laughs> I mean, obviously, it would be done just for the goodwill. Adele might love women in sport. You know, you know, though. <laughs> All right. Uh, and ramifications for Adelaide is that they would want to be winning their game against Melbourne. They got next Melbourne week. and Collingwood yes. next week. Two biggish games. Um, if they drop both, they'll miss out. That four yeah. and three won't be enough. Um, I guess their percentage is good enough that maybe it'll be enough if Carlton and Melbourne really shit the bed. Um, but no, I can't see Adelaide missing out. So, uh, Bris, Brisbane, this looks mm. like we're going to get this game again in three weeks' time. Um, I'd be happy with. We'll see. With that, okay. GWS uh, defeated Melbourne. That was the biggest upset of the round. GWS three two twenty to Melbourne's one nine fifteen. Uh, where uh, Melbourne would be pretty disappointed with this. I thought. Uh, well, obviously they couldn't score. They kicked. Was like nine points in the last quarter, I think, or something like that. Um, oh, nine points in the whole game, but a lot of them in the last quarter. They also, I felt like they didn't adjust to the conditions as well as GWS. GWS seemed to really uh, push the ball forward more uh, with long kicks, like wet, wet, wet weather footy. Whereas Melbourne, we know they're like the highest uh, handball team in the comp. And I felt like they didn't adjust early enough. Is that a wicket? No, it's just a turn down appeal. Okay, so uh, I felt like they didn't adjust early enough to the conditions, and then by the time they figured it out that they had to like kick the ball long and move it forward and all that, then uh, they just couldn't convert. So pretty disappointing for Melbourne, I should think. But I'm really happy for GWS that they have a win on the board. Yep. Uh, Melbourne locked the ball in their forward line for much of the day and couldn't kick straight. One goal nine, you lose the game. You're not going to win the game if you kick one goal nine. If I'm the Adelaide Crows and I'm hosting Melbourne this weekend, I am having a quick word to the ground staff and saying, grab everyone grab a hose, multiple hoses. What's the plural of hoses? Hosei? Multiple hosei. <laughs> And drench the ground a couple hours before yeah, the game. It's Just true. <laughs> make it an absolute waterlogged puddle because now Melbourne have had two losses in this um, season and both of them have come in wet conditions. Yeah. I mean, they, they've dropped two games they shouldn't have, really. They should, they should be Definitely the team that's 5 0. Yeah. Well, Ridiculous. I mean, the, f- the first one, they did lose to Brisbane, so. Another impromptu quiz for you, Maddie. Oh. Melbourne's top three possession getters, name them. Uh. For this game or yep, overall? Yep, this game. Okay. Pierce. Yep. And, and now Paxman. Yep. Paxman was number one overall. I think she's number one in the whole competition. She is. Yeah. And third? Uh, sorry. Uh, 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 O'Day. Bam. Yeah. Their three best players played good and they still didn't win. And they still... <laughs> is that what we should do that every, every week? Just... 
what are the three best players well, doing? Well, both teams have talked about yeah. how their best players play well. So depth, we're this, we were true. talking a lot preseason about how the best players need to play well for these teams to win. And now depth is really becoming a factor in this season as we go deeper. And you're needing more contributors than your best player because your best players are going to play well. Mm. You need more? That is, that's a good call. And with that, we're going to move on to Carlton and defeated the West. Just quickly, Whoa. just quickly before we move on. Yes, so no worries, no worries. Let's talk about the Giants and their first win. Oh, because yeah, that's you fair. mentioned it, but I we feel didn't like we skimmed it. over it. Yeah. Well done. Um, pretty exciting stuff for them. So they deserved up a third it. Now. They're ahead of the Bulldogs and Freo. They've got to win and yeah, a draw. True. I guess it's easy in this short competition to kind of like yeah, jump just kind of jump right. places. Like I'm thinking, jump, jump places on the ladder, but also like to just jump over teams that are like. Well, not not really going to make the one final. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's fair to say that we should reward GWS because I think they've they've played well in all of the games they've played. They've well, last showed... week they were poor, but they bounced but, back and had a win the next yeah, week. Yeah, and they've um, sh- their win yeah. and draw both of their home games and their three away games are their losses. So they host the Bulldogs in the last round and maybe they can get away with another win. Keep a perfect home record. Yeah, yeah. That's the last, not next round, right? Not next, yeah. Next yeah. round they head back to Melbourne to play Collingwood. Yeah, that could be an interesting game as well, actually. Mm-hmm. I could, that wouldn't be a gimme for either side. And, uh, yeah, so for GWS, Del Pass, again. Was their leading disposal Very Im- impressive. and um, Leading tackler, leading kicker. It's all <laughs> leading, leading. Emma Swanson slotted back into the side and had another good game, so they really missed her at the start. What could have been if she was up, up, up and about early? And also Ferugia was very impressive. And I also like saying that name a lot. Ferugia. I feel like teams have done a really good job at picking their captains. Like Arnell yeah, and Ferugia for true. Carlton and the Giants. Daisy Pierce of Melbourne was an obvious choice. Yeah. Yeah. And, okay, can we can we press on to Carlton? And... We can always press on to Carlton. <laughs> okay, 8-6-54 de- defeated the Bulldogs, 7-6-48. Uh, highest score by any team so far, Carlton. Yeah, and the Bulldogs score would have been equal second now. So it was the highest yes. scoring contest oh, we've yes, had. First yeah. time 100 points was broken in a match. They smashed all sorts of records. That's right. A uh, very entertaining game to watch. Obviously, it was super high scoring. And Western Bulldogs, that, that last quarter... Well, Carlton had wow. him dead and buried, and the dogs charged back. Yeah, just, it was impressive. I, I really thought they were going to... Because they went inside 50 three times with... When they kicked the goal to get within a kick, they were six points behind, and there were still five minutes on the clock. And I said, that's way too much time. This isn't just on. It, it'll happen. Mm. And Carlton managed to find a way to milk the clock. and yeah. they, they got over the line. But what do you think happened to Carlton in that last quarter? Did they just stop running or... You know what? It's hard to know. Um, I think I think I'll give the dogs a lot of credit more than yeah, I will discredit Carlton. Um, I think the dogs just charged back at them. I thought mm. Blackburn and Carney, who are their best two players, they were in everything, just absolutely yeah. everything, and did anything they could to get their team over the line. I feel bad for them that they didn't because they really, honestly, deserved it. Yeah, I think it's hard. It's also good to remember uh, two things. One, the length of the games, like, they are considerably shorter from what, like, the women are, like, play before. So I feel like we get, like, momentum shifts where, like, you think things are going to happen and then the game ends, if you know what I mean. So, like, if it's so – sometimes the the endings 
not that they seem unjust, but they seem like, oh, they definitely could have gone either way if it was, like, longer. Um, and then also I think that it's also really hard because uh, I, I heard something during the week, which would be true, and I didn't think about it before. A lot of these women aren't used to this level. Like, obviously professionally, professional athletes are, but a lot of them aren't used to the level of intensity week in, week out, and it does wear you down. That was the first thing that came um, to my mind. Was and it's fair, yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. So I mean, it's still semi-professional. Like they've still got their jobs during the week. I, 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 don't, I still can't comprehend how that's working because I can't even do uni in this, pretty much. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I think that's good to remember that uh, team players towards the end of the season might be more injuries and also just people being tired because it's it's pretty difficult and guess what dylan i've got another one for my goal game hit me okay so sheila you're a fan you're a fan you're a fan of her karate goal i love it had good goal right it was creative (laughs) i felt like no i mean it was cute Cute. It was. Oh, I We're now was describing awesome. goals as cute. Yeah, it was cute. Although I felt like that long leg in the air was pretty close to kicking someone's head. Who was it? Um, I can't remember who it was, but there was definitely a player there. And I was like, if she would have kicked her head and the ball, like kicking in danger, but like no, no? or no. like great goal, great goal, and like head just completely, Too bad. Get completely your head smashed. Out of the way. Yeah, I agree. Out of the leg, out of the yeah. boots, the flying legs way. Anyway, very creative goal, so I like that. That's on there. There's another one to come, Dylan. Don't stress. While we're talking about goals in this game, Vessio kicks three, Blackburn kicks three up the other end. I thought Blackburn mm-hmm. was fantastic. Yeah. Um, but Vessio is now well clear. She has 11 goals as the leading goal kicker in the competition mm-hmm. with two rounds to go, and the chasing pack is McCarthy at Brisbane with seven, Mifsud with six at Melbourne, Perkins with six at Adelaide, Phillips with five at Adelaide, and Blackburn with five. So... We haven't Vessio with four goals in the first game is the biggest haul we've had, and we've had a couple bags of three. And someone's going to need one of those bags to run her over. I think Darcy Vessio is running away with a leading mm. goal kicker. She took a great pack mark as well in the goal square. She's it was like the, the smallest. The start of the game. She's like the smallest. I don't know if she's the smallest, but she's definitely not the biggest one there. So you watched the JLT? Did you Came watch from behind. Gilda? Not all of it. I Did you see the start of it? Really in and out. Did you see Liam Jones's mark? No. Nah. Okay. Sorry. Well, I was, you know, my, point. Liam my, Jones fe- took a my feet at the start really... of that game, um, and Vessio took one at the start of the Carlton mm. game. So the Blues are flying high in the first minute, and then after that, they fall apart. Um, except tough. in the women's, where they win. Um, while I'm rambling, let's move on. Next game. Let's move on. Uh, Collingwood defeated Fremantle. They win again, Maddie. Congrats. And you happy? <laughs> Stop it. My parents can be so upset Why? to hear you keep saying that. Why? <laughs> it's not my team. What do you mean anyway, they're not your team? Anyway, uh, for some reason I didn't write the scores. If I said so... the sentence Maddie Steinkoller barracks for Essendon and Maddie Steinkoller barracks for Collingwood, they're both true now. No, they're not. That's true. Okay, enough. Um... Do you feel joy when Collingwood <laughs> win football games in this AFL women's competition? I feel joy when everyone there you plays go. I feel well. joy. Everyone heard that. I feel joy, she said. Well. Let's move on. I'm like Marge Simpson when she goes to the betting counter at the horse races and she's like, can't we all just bet that the horses will have a good time? <laughs> That's me. And But the horses have a better time when Collingwood win is the point you're trying to make. 5-2-32 to Fremantle, 4-7-31. Who would be more... 
Is there a person in the whole of AFLW more disappointed than Michelle Cowan? I don't know. Explain. Maybe. I don't think so, is my point. Um, Fremantle really, I don't know Kate how they Sheehan. lost. Oh, that was sad. Uh, that, that was the answer to the question. That anyway, was sad. moving on. But she's got a good media gig, even though she had one possession only. Wonder how then... she got that one. Um, Collingwood Freo. Collingwood <laughs> win by Collingwood a point. Hold on for another win. One by a point, and um, uh, they played, look, they did play well, but Freo had a billion opportunities. They had like double the amount of inside 50s, and they just can't buy a goal. I, I don't can't know. Buy What's a win. The... Yeah, a goal which would lead to such. Um, I was spending the whole game looking for an excuse to rag on Mo Hope because her performance yet again wasn't... Yeah. But I thought she managed to keep me at bay. Like, I didn't think she was bad. She kicked a goal. She could have had another. Um, Yeah. She was around about... She took a great mark at the end of the game to shore up the win. Mm. Um, So I think... I mean, she's been in the media, um, in the papers, for her poor performance... But or her also, not up to standard, her standard performance, and she's got to answer because that's how sports work. Otherwise, the media is going to keep going. Mm. Um, and I don't think she did that this week, but I don't think she didn't do it. Well, I would say a few things about this. Firstly, she obviously had like the biggest. Her and Daisy Pierce had like the biggest hype pre-season. Yep. And I will say that Daisy, obviously Daisy now, yes, you know, completely outstanding. Uh, you know, shown herself in the comp, but she did have a little bit of a slow start. And Mo- one game in a torrential game thunderstorm. In a torrential thunderstorm. But I'm just saying that Mo Hope does have, uh, did at the start at least, have a lot and a lot of attention on her. Um, whereas a lot of the other players that have been able to shine through, you know, had less attention. Yep. Having said that, yes, I know that we're five weeks in now, and yeah, you want her to show. She's had two you know, solid games and yeah. three games where she hasn't done a lot. Like, all I want is one game where she kicks three, four, yeah, is influential in the result. We you look at the that. end of the game and go, Moana Hope is the reason Collingwood won that game. Yeah. Whereas, because other marquee players, we've been able to say she is the reason they won that game. Yeah. Whereas I'd say for Collingwood, their most valuable players are Kiyachi, Stevens, and Hutchins. And all of them sweep across half back. Yeah. Really. Uh, yeah. That's fair to say. And Jess Cameron was outstanding yes, in that she... game for them. She was probably one of the best on ground, if not the best on ground. Maybe Nick Stevens. Oh, that no. threw oh. me through a loop. Hearing the commentators call it Nick, Nick Stevens. Stevens. Yeah, I know. That, that's a thing. I mean, I watched him play when I was little. And then, other than the fact that he beat the crap out of his wife, up until that point, I was a Nick Stevens fan. And now, obviously, you know, that changes. Mm, that was, but that, that threw was me bleak. through a loop. Um, you wanted to talk about your mate. I did, and I wanted to say someone else who had a blinder, someone else had a really good game, was Alicia Eva, who we spoke to uh, last year. And uh, also, she kicked a goal, the third one, that's going to be in my goal highlight situation. Yeah, hit me. Where she was involved in the play in, like, the centre square and then, okay, I'm really bad at reenact. Do you know? Do you know what I'm talking about? And I then do she not. Man- I'm waiting for your description. And then, <laughs> this isn't good. And then she sprinted th- past two. I can't remember who it was. But oh, she and then re got it. Direct, in the yeah, and then re got okay, it straight in front about. and kicked the goal. And she accelerated so quickly, like the Bulldogs player was um, was. Why did I say Bulldogs? The Frio player was. Uh, in front 
and there was another one behind her, and she still managed to kick the goal and had a great celebration. She's been and playing awesome. deep forward, and I really like that in uh, a lot of these goal. games. And she really moved up the ground, uh, got a lot of she the was ball playing off her on well. and Dun- Yeah, they gave her a tag and jump, brought her into the game, and yeah, it really did. And Danellen still had a good game. Um, so that was. It's hard I to don't really. Her down. She's very yeah. Good at I mean, I don't really know if anyone won or lost necessarily um, out of that won and match up. lost. <laughs> Thank you, Dylan. You're welcome. Out of that matchup, but I'm gonna say that Collingwood won because they, you know, they managed to to hang out. And all right, so we've got since we've, I've been talking a lot. Yep, um, <laughs> you, you've had you've given me three goals. And I think they're all good goals. Yes, three goals. Go um, on. What's your goal I, of the round? My goal of the round goes to Cav. Brianne Moody, who I'm calling Cav, because okay. her dad is also Black Caviar's dad. Okay. So they're brother Thanks and sister. Thanks for explaining that to the listenership, because yeah. even I was lost. So I, this Xena warrior princess for Kazlar and this Juddy for oh, Donald and yeah, all this. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Xena thing's I don't weird. like them. They're, I don't mind the Juddie. I don't mind the Juddie thing. Fine, I guess. No, Juddie's not contrived because that came from her club prior. That's like that's been her thing. Yeah, I get it, but just because her club came up with it doesn't mean I like it. <laughs> okay. I'm Mr. calling Brand Moody Cav after okay, Black Caviar, fine. who is her brother, because Peter Moody. Okay, is okay, you explain Black it. <laughs> okay. I, I really am going to hammer this joke home because it makes me laugh, and okay. I do humor for myself. I don't care if other people find it funny. Okay. Um, so she was involved at half forward. She belted the ball forward, and then just kept on running. Like, most people, I feel like, will belt the ball forward and then just stop. And then she got on the end of it and ran into the goal square, and I just thought it was an effort-filled goal. And So you're adding it. another to my list. Is that what you're saying? I'm ignoring your three you're and picking ignoring my own. My li- yeah. So it's like, why do I even put in the effort, you know? As, as I'm trying to tell even... people, if you put in effort, you might fail, so why bother putting in effort? Okay. Uh, do you have any hidden gems from this week? I do. Go on. I want to revisit an old trope from when we did our first three episodes <laughs> before the new year. Okay. The hyphen club. Oh, you love... Oh, I know who you're going to talk about. All right, you go. There's two of them. Uh, yeah, about. yeah, yeah, true. All and right. they both play for Carlton. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> no, but they're... Yeah. Tilly okay. Lucas Rod and Catherine Lucas... Gillespie-Jones. KGJ. KGJ. It's KGJ yeah, Gardner-Holmes. Yeah, sounds Holmes. like an accounting firm when you You haven't seen the heard that ad? GJ oh, Gardner-Holmes? No. It does sound like an accounting firm. Every time she gets a ball, I sit there going, KGJ, KGJ, oh, right. yeah, KGJ, Garden Holmes. <laughs> we didn't do it on air. You wanted me to do it on air, <laughs> and I refused to, so now it's made air. Um, anyway, so Tilly Lucas-Rod was Carlton's leading Lucas disposal getter. And I feel like, I've said it before, their midfield isn't star-studded like some of the other teams. Arnell does a lot of in-and-under work, um, and then they rely on Brianna Davy off half-back. But really, Tilly Lucas-Rod and Sarah Ho- Hoskin... And um, Katie Loins and Maddie Loins Carrick, these types, they don't have five good games in a row. They pop up, and it was Tilly Lucas Rod's turn mm. this week, and she had a great game. And Catherine Gillespie Jones up forward. Mm. I've seen her off half back a bit, and they threw up forward yeah. a bit, and she was fantastic. I thought both of them stood up for Carlton, and without those two players, they don't win that game, and their season is done, and their season's still alive. Well, I mean, it's been good after we say Carlton had some problems with kicking goals when Vessio wasn't involved. Now they've shown they've got air around. Now they've shown they've got Gillespie Jones as a as an option. Sherlaw. And Sherlaw. And so things have, are good. They've things got falls yeah. that go up there. And now Vessio doesn't get all the to, attention. Yeah. And look at her. She kicks three goals and changes the game. Mm-hmm. 
And my, I had a yeah, hidden hit me, gem. Your hidden gem. A bit hidden, but I think that it's from this week and then also last week that was playing for uh, Bulldogs. They've got someone called Meg McDonald, who I think she debuted last week. But this week she didn't, she was playing up forward. She kicked a goal, uh, one of the goals that nearly got them over the line in the very dying stages of that game. It was from a dodgy free kick in the forward 50, but she still steadied and has a really nice kick on her. Um, she also took a good lead mark, uh, but she but she missed that one. But I just was just thinking about the Bulldogs team, and I thought, obviously, without Katie Brennan, and we saw uh, Blackburn smash it up forward, but I thought Meg Mack could be someone who's going to improve. I know she played uh, at Darabin. And um, could be someone that would be really, really good to help them in that forward line uh, for the future. So good work, Meg Mac. Good stuff. I also like saying Meg Mac. <laughs> Meg Mac is a good it's one. It's a great name. And, okay, quickly before we head off, I thought it was a good time in the season because you know how in the men's game we constantly talk about rule changes and it's annoying. So I thought we had to do it here in the women's game. Uh uh, there's actually a few rule changes which I've thought of, which I think, oh, well, one which I think would be beneficial to the women's game. Because normally I'm like, nah, stop changing things. This is ridiculous. But I got to say, I think that it would be good if there was stoppage time in the women's game, at least in the last five minutes. Like maybe we could just say, okay, last five minutes stoppage time. Just because there were so many, there's so many close results, like as we saw this weekend, and as I said before about how it's already so much shorter and the momentum changes, um, uh, why wouldn't there be more time? I mean, the ball, this, the ball goes out of bounds, and that's such a huge event. Like it's like twenty it's, seconds. Yeah, comes off exactly. Like, and and they know that as well. There's no stoppage time, so it's like you get three, four stoppages in a yeah, row, and, and you're done. Yeah. That's it. So that's my. That's my little. I agree shout with out. you. I agree. Okay, great. Look, let's we're chuck in it agreement. in. The rules committee has decided. <laughs> we want. If only we to us two were, you know, what would the shape of AFLW look like if Dylan and Maddie were in charge? Well, we'd, we'd probably just... spend the whole time arguing whether Essen and should get a team and wouldn't get anything. Else um, out. we wouldn't argue because I'd just make it so. <laughs> okay, but this is a rules committee. Committee okay. implies more than one person. Okay. Um. All right. Any? Do you do you have any rule change ideas? I would like if they want to keep the fifty meter arc, keep uh, the fifty yeah. meter arc. But I want something in thirty because the last thing we need is the Ben Dixons of the world thinking when a girl lines up from forty five <laughs> meters out that she's going to make the distance when they never do. On the run, some of them can get there if they've got an open goal square. Some of them can get there, but give me a thirty meter mark. Although maybe thirty five. I'm not necessarily disagreeing with you, but this was brought to my attention that when men's AFL began professionalizing that's not a word Hit me but whatever with the era, which type of era um like uh as in v like vfl give to, me a decade what decade are you talking I, I about roundabout i can't this was just a conversation that i had with okay. someone um anyway pretty much the the men couldn't kick well, most of the men couldn't kick 50 either but then like as obviously well if we you're talking about like the 1940s it's because they were you know, coming back from a war like, I can tell there are I many shouldn't excuses. play specific. No, but what I'm saying is that it's is it not possible that that uh, well, the women's keep will... the fifty. Yeah, fine. I said at the start keep you the might fifty. Want to keep just it, add a thirty. But, okay. Yeah. 
Well, I think that is fair. I mean, I did bring it up earlier in another I mean, Melbourne in this game had two set shots for goal that I can remember that landed in the goal score and the girls weren't even lining that far out. And I feel like it had helped them as much as yeah. helped the people at home. Also, it would be good to have a stat of inside 30s. Yeah. Because, yeah, a lot of the inside 50 stats are kind of... Yeah. All right. Let's do state of the race. Huh? State of the race. Brisbane, 5-0. and Look like they're going to host the grand final. They're yeah. going to need to do a lot to miss it. Um, Adelaide at 4-1 and one can still feel comfortable enough. Um, Carlton and Melbourne are the only two sides in it. Carlton now, with their clutch win over the Bulldogs, stay alive. Melbourne dropped that game to the Giants, and that puts them behind the eight ball, and both of them have percentage to worry about. So you'd have to say both of them are going to need to win out. So Melbourne's season will go on the line at Adelaide, and they better pray it doesn't rain. Um, <laughs> if if they can find a way to win that game, they'll host Fremantle and maybe five wins and some percentage could give them a shot at getting to the grand final. Um, Carlton go to Perth to play Frio, um, and then they host Brisbane. So I think they're more of a chance than Melbourne at this stage. Um but mm. maybe that game against Brisbane becomes important. We could have a scenario, maybe, and we'd need a lot of things to happen where Carlton play Brisbane here in one week, and if Carlton do win that game, then maybe they'd head up to Brisbane to play them again in the grand final the next week, back-to-back -back weeks. Oh, true. Don't know if that's going to be a problem. Um, for Adelaide, I mean, Melbourne and Collingwood, if they can win one of those games with their current percentage, it'd be hard for Carlton or Melbourne to overrun them. Um mm. And Brisbane have the Bulldogs and Carlton, and one win definitely gets them in. Two wins definitely host the grand final. And the other teams, Giants, Fremantle, Collingwood, Bulldogs, are just looking for some morale-boosting wins, and maybe they can change the state of the race. Maybe um, Katie Brennan comes back for the Dogs, heads to Brisbane and knocks off the 5-0 oh, team, true, and true. they can still impact the race. Yeah, fair. Most important game next week. Adelaide, Melbourne, that's probably the one I'm most well, excited Freo for. Freo hosts Carlton on the Friday night. I think it's another Friday night game. I like a Friday night. Um, because I know the men play on the Friday night. I read. Oh, I never and got to rant about how bad the 5.05 start was in Sydney. Rant away. Okay, uh, that's it. 5.05 start in Western Sydney. Come on, give me a break. I was not impressed with that. No one can possibly ever get to that game, so... Figure it out, people. They could have gone up against GLT because no one cares about J JLT SNG. Exactly. That's how much I, that's how little I care. All right, go on. Fremantle host Carlton. <laughs> um, for Fremantle, it's just about trying to get a win at home. They head away to play Melbourne. It'd be nice if they could get a win at home, but we'll see what Carlton have to say about that. Brisbane hosts the Bulldogs, the undefeated team. Maybe Katie Brennan's back for the Bulldogs and they can throw a spanner in the works. Adelaide Melbourne, as you said, is probably game of the round with two teams that are still alive in the competition going ahead. Adelaide can knock Melbourne out, or Melbourne can hand Adelaide a second loss in a row and put their grand final spot in jeopardy. And then Collingwood and the Giants is the last game of the round, and we're playing mm -hmm. for pride there. Yeah, that's fair. And uh, I reckon we should wrap this up. Let's wrap. Because uh, the people are probably sick of hearing us, sick, sick of our voices. It's all right. So... I've got four minutes to get home, and I can watch the whole last session. Great. Uh, we've been Kick Like a Girl, he's been Dylan, I've been Maddie. Tweet us and enjoy next week's round of AFL Women's. We will. <laughs>